Yes, no, I am going back to the basics with the yes, no starts. So this is my weekly combat uh, new episode, or well, new episode of weekly combat. We're going to be talking about UFC 294. We're going to be talking about the fallout from UFC 294, Linares Catterall, uh, Chamberlain the Wall. We'll be talking about the circus fight this weekend. We will be talking about the undercard of the circus fight this weekend, which is actually quite good. There's a couple of good, decent fights on the undercard. Uh, uh, the fall, like I said, the fallout from 294, the John Jones news, the Fury Usyk fight, we'll get into it all. It's not going to be too long, probably. 20, we'll, we'll, go, we'll aim for 20 minutes and we'll see how we get. Um, I know I've been massively slacking with these, and like I said, they don't do the best views, but always the most interaction I get from people is from chatting about my views on this. Uh, so, and the most people who message me saying, where the fuck was that? If not one person said, yeah, where's part three of your fucking... <laughs> your, um, What's it called? Last Chance You Review, which I still haven't done. Uh, but people do say, where was the weekly combat? And even Charlie Wilbur, who's one of my biggest detractors, said that he watches it. So shout out Charlie. See if he actually does watch them and says, oh, yeah, you shouted me out, it? I hope you all like my new... I can never work this out. My new graphics. It's the opposite side. My little guy. My little stuff. I need to put somewhere where my X or Twitter account is at some point, but I can't decide if it should go top left, top right, or how to do it. Because I like, I like how it's looking like. I like a little pink theme. His hat is supposed to be the same colour as the Josh Woog's live chat font, but mm, seems to be a bit off. Where should we start? Should we start with UFC? Should we start with the boxing? Uh, do you know what? We'll start with Chamberlain, the wall, Catarola and Ares, purely because uh, there's not, I've not got that much to say on it. So I watched the UFC 294 for disclosure, and then it finished quite early, so I went over to the boxing. So for some stupid reason, I decided to watch Linares, Catarola, Um over Chamberlain the Wall. I think I forgot about the Chamberlain fight. Got to round... The round after he dropped Linares, realised that Catterall is not very good and has no power and wasn't going to stop Linares. Realised that Linares is very old and washed and wasn't putting up much of a fight and decided to switch over to the Chamberlain the Wall fight, which I'm quite glad I did because that was a decent fight. I don't know what the whole fight was like. And... and Whereas Catterall was beating Linares, which is which is not really something I wanted to watch. I wanted to Chamberlain to beat the Wall, so I'm glad he did. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll start with the... I've explained the Catterall fight. Catterall's a boring fighter, no power, uh, not really outstanding at any one attribute, but quite good at most things, a uh, very all-rounded fighter. Uh, did he beat Josh Taylor? Yeah, of course he did. Am I asked that Josh Taylor robbed him? Absolutely not. Would I rather Josh Taylor have all the belts over than Jack Catterall? Yeah, of course. Like, just, I just don't... Eddie needs fighters in uh, British fighters now that can sort of headline shows shows and prop up things because he's kind of in the wilderness I think in the UK at the minute it's a bit weird with his own thing the America and he's definitely not he's definitely struggling with America as well I've seen a piece where it said that PBC might replace uh, Matchroom at the zone which I think is nonsense because I, if I'm not wrong I'm sure Matchroom and the zone are an entity now they, didn't they open a new company where the they have shares in each other or something like that. I'm not sure, but I just don't think people are bad. Eddie is a is a is a unbelievable car salesman, yeah, especially in the UK. And he says this himself. I don't think Americans buy into it because no one's asked about that cottony like swagger and I hate the word, but banter in America. They don't care. They don't like him. They're not asked about it. So look at PBC's massive. I know the everyday shows are not massive and they're not great, but the pay-per-views are off the fucking charts in America and they don't even have a front man. They don't have a front man because you, it's America, you need a good front man, but America's not the same. And, and even if Eddie Earn is a brilliant front man, which he is, that's the reason why he soared to the heights he has in the UK because he's a brilliant front man. 
he's not the front man for America. America are not asked about Eddie Hearn. They don't care. They don't like his stick. They're not bothered. So, Catterall, decent signing by Matchroom. I suppose he can always headline these shows. It did not look seem like it was that... Uh, that but like if Herm was saying it was going to sell out, I don't think it sold out. And it definitely, I know, like, so I know if you like, well, I know a person who goes watching Paddy Lacey, and I was speaking to someone who was who had tickets to go watch it, that Peter. And uh, my mate gets off after Paddy fights, as soon as Paddy fights, he gets off. And the lad also said he got off before the main event. So you have all these ticket sellers, but it doesn't necessarily mean the main event's gonna have a good crowd. And that main event did not have a good crowd. Chamberlain Luol, um, I've just dropped my so I nearly. Lost my finger before. I don't know if you can see it, so I've got this on it at the moment. Um, Chamberlain the wall. So, I wanted Chamberlain to win. I like Chamberlain. I've always liked him. He's one of the... Obviously not one of my boys, but he is one of the boys, and he's like a rough kid, rough mates, rolls with rough people, and boxing... He's, he found a way out with boxing. Uh, loved him in the build-up to the Akali fight. Made me realise Akali's just a dickhead and Chamberlain's sound. Loved him in this build-up a little bit. I know it got a bit heated and that, but... It's definitely better for boxing that Chamberlain wins. Luol has been... I don't know how long he's been British champion, but he's definitely been holding his undefeated record hostage. Like, he hasn't, doesn't take big fights, isn't interested in the best fights, isn't interested in fighting the best. Whereas Chamberlain, you get the impression, will fight anyone and has, has got lost. I th- maybe... Well, he did take the Akali fight early. Maybe he thought he was going to beat Akali. And that was... A, I know it only sold like... I say only. It sold like 7 8,000, did it? At the O2, which is massive considering what that fight actually what, like, was in terms of how big it was for boxing, which was not really big at all. It was just a domestic dust-up between two very novice fighters at the time. Um, and I liked him in that build-up, and I like him now, and I'm glad he's British champion. It's good for him. He'll get hopefully go out and get a few big fights now. I'm not sure if he's signed to boxer, potentially signed to boxer, which could be an issue because boxer are genuinely the worst UK promotion. Considering the outlet they've got and the TV deal they've got, they're awful. Sky need to go back to the old model. I know the, the Eddie made the new model work and it was his model, like, fuck all the other promoters off, let me be the sole promoter. And it worked with Eddie because Eddie's great. He is, he's a good promoter. It doesn't work with Boxer because Ben Shalom's a fucking idiot and Boxer are just, they're just, they're, just they're, not, they're not good. They're not good enough. I don't think they're good. They don't put on good shows. The only shows they ever seem to do well with are like celebrity pay-per-view fights like Liam Smith, Chris Eubank, ben, uh, Brooke Khan, etc. Do you know what I mean? So... Don't know what will happen with Chamberlain next. Surely got to be a few big fights from now. He's British champion, but yeah, I'd definitely be getting away from boxer. Right, let's go to the main main issue uh, main issue of the week, which was UFC. I watched the whole card. Um, I picked it up from the do, not the whole card, but I picked it up from the Dumas fight where the lad where he got his hair pulled. But I was like busy doing stuff at that point, and then I watched the Makayev versus Tim Elliott fight where I actually sat down and watched it, and then I went live from the main card. It was such a underwhelming, weird card, wasn't it? Like referee mistakes. Doctor mistakes, uh, strange fights, strange endings, uh, just like a bit of a mess, really. Uh, where should we start? So I'm not going to bother boring everyone with all the random filler ones on the main card. We'll just start with the Johnny Walker and Ankaliyev fight. Uh, how weird. I feel like Johnny Walker is... I feel like Ankaliyev and Johnny Walker are two people that can make have weird fights and weird things around their fights, so putting them together was always going to have a weird like outcome, wasn't it? But how weird, like, I, I, watching it live, If you, no one's going to watch the watch-along back, because why would you? It's like four hours long. But if you're on the watch-along, when that's happening, I'm saying in the watch-along, I think he's telling him wrong answers because he wants out here. He looked like the tide had turned. He looked like he was tired. He looked like he had been hurt. Well, he had been hurt just before that. I feel like he wanted out of the fight. And then the over, over like, let's have a fight now. You, well, no one's going to let you fight him right now in the cage, either, because there's about 30 people in there, and there's going to be more people in there in a minute. Like, so it's just, that's just all fucking hot air trying to, trying to like... Look, no one's saying he quit. No one's saying that he gave the wrong information. But I mean, 
uh, people are saying, how, you're asking him what country he's in, he's in, how does he know what country he's in? He fucking knows what country he's in. He's just flew to that country. He, he knows exactly what country, you can't, it's not like he's asking him, uh, what's the, what's your mother's maiden, not even that mother's maiden name, what's the fucking capital of a country or something. He's just said what country you're in. You should, you, you, as a person, you should know what country you're in. Johnny Walker lives in Ireland. He's done camps in Scotland. He speaks very good, fluent English, like enough where he could get by in an English-speaking country with absolutely no troubles. I think the mic levels are a bit low, so I'm just going to turn the mic up. So asking him what country you're in is not some like ridiculous question to ask. Uh, I think he wanted out, and he got out, and now look at all the thing he's going to get. He won't get his lot uh, show, uh, his win money, but was he going to win anyway? So he'll get his show money, he's in the news, they can have a rematch, or not have a rematch, who, who cares, but I think he wanted out. And he got out, such a strange ending. Even then, the doctor like, I do not understand why for groin kicks you get five minutes, for eye pokes you get five minutes, but for being kneed in the head, you get asked if you're okay, and if you're not, the, the fight's off. And also, why was that a no contest? It said that it was a um, accidental knee to the head. How can you accidentally knee someone to the head while they're down? That was a. It was he threw a knee to his head. It's a thing. It's a fucking. Uh, it's a disqualification. It's not a no contest. Johnny Walker was robbed there. Maybe Johnny Walker behaved the way he did, thinking it would be a disqualification because it should have been a disqualification. Real, real strange one. And then who was the fighter who got kicked in the balls? Ended up having to go to hospital, having to have a testicular scan. Was being sick, and the uh, referee and doctor said. You're lying, you're faking it, you weren't, you weren't kicked in the balls. And he ended up having to go and have a fucking testicular scan. Weird, just a, just a lot of weird stuff happened. And then, get to the core main, um, Hamzat versus Usman. I thought Hamzat was going to fucking steamroll him, like I'm talking one round demolition. And that's not because I am, I do like Hamzat and I think he's going to be a champion and I like him and, I, and I'm very much behind him. But I also don't buy into the monster hype that a lot of other people do. Um... He is very, obviously he's very, very good. But when he stepped up against Gilbert Burns, who's also, like I said, he's not a bit, I think I said it in the, in the watch along, he's not a big 170. He was what, fighting at 155. He looked human, human in that fight. He looked like he gassed a little bit. Uh, he looked like he couldn't follow a game plan. And that's the first time he stepped up. Obviously, he's going to run over people like fucking Holland and Merchelt or whatever they're called. He runs these people over because they're not good. But there's been a few occasions now, you've got to think, Usman goes the distance, uh, Ricky Burns. <laughs> Gilbert Burns goes the distance. <coughs> the UFC put him in a fucking setup fight to build his thing against Diaz, who's on the way out, which was going to be a knockover job. And he comes in eight pounds overweight. I feel like when the, the height went to higher stakes and stuff, he seems to lose his head a little bit. The whole fight weekend with the Nate Diaz thing was weird as well, wasn't it? He was kicking off everyone. He had a fight with Holland. He had a fight with Till, did he? He had a fight with. The, uh, no, he was with Till. He had a fight with Holland. He had a fight with the Nate Diaz crew. Yeah, like. I don't know, I find it a bit weird of him. I, I think MMA, because it's a new sport, they're, uh, they're a bit further behind in terms of... Uh, I'm waiting for AO to um, to pick something up and I heard a van pull up outside the house and it was it was AO. Where was I? What was I saying? Um, hype jobs, yeah. So I feel like MMA, with it being quite a new sport, uh, MMA fans are not in, like not... A hype job definitely crosses over to MMA more. Like, they don't realise what a hype job is. I feel like in boxing, we've seen that many kids and that get exposed and that many undefeated fighters finally step up and look not look good. That we're a bit more... Boxing fans are a bit more clued up about hype jobs than that. Whereas in MMA, I don't think they are. Um, and when a hype job gets exposed, like, it happens a lot. Remember Yair Rodriguez against um, Frankie Edgar? 
Shabazian versus Derek Brunson. Do you know what I mean? These sort of like undefeated fighter steps up gets beat. So I'm not sure. I think Hamzat would beat Strickland just because I don't think Strickland's that good. I think, look at his losses. I think the Izzy fight flattered him, uh, like a flat, weird Izzy fight flattered him. So I think Hamzat could win a belt. Um, but I think size at 185 will beat him. I think he is a bit of a weight bully. That's why he was so good at 170. And he was able to bully Usman because Usman was just a one. That was just two 170s. Or I know Hamzat's not a 170 now, but he's still not grew into 185 proper. That was just a two 170s fighting at 185, really. Uh, obviously, Usman was on short notice. He probably didn't have the gas tank, although it looked like he was a fresher one. I, bet, I, I wonder if Usman regrets not saying five rounds now because he was offered five rounds for that fight and turned it down. And I wonder if he regrets that now. Uh, because the first round, Ch- uh, Chimaev came out as, as we all thought he would. He fucking gets him down. 10-8 round for me. Gets him down, dominates him. Multiple submission attempts. He's got ground and pound. He was on top of him for the whole fa- like the whole round. It was domination. And then second, he, he must be, Chimaev in, in, in MMA at the minute must be the, and him and McGregor must be the two best one-round fighters in MMA. Like, when the tide's on their side, they don't go downhill on people. When the tide's on their side in the first round, maybe first minute of the second round they're, they're unbelievable but then he's, they, they gas quite quick and the output and the decisions they make later on in the fights are not are not great because I think they get tired quite quick and Usman the second round uh, I didn't think live because I wasn't really watching it because I was chatting in that um, Usman won the second round and then the third round was winning the third round lighting him up by the way Jemayev was getting lit up on the feet badly he was getting rocked he was getting he was getting hit with flush not rocked as such but head snapping back getting hit with flush flush shots and then he got the takedown and then from there you would say he won the round yeah I would say I, did, I would say when I went round one and three Chimaev, round one a 10-8 and round two for Usman but listen Usman comes out of that I'd say Usman comes out of a win against a credible opponent on a big stage Probably will get the title shot next, but I think Usman comes out of this well because, to me, I thought Usman was going to um, was just going to get run over, and I thought he's lost twice twice in a row to Ed uh, Edmund, Edwards. He's yeah, Leon Edwards. He's going to lose again now. That's three in a row. He's old. He's got his knee issues. It's short notice, and he didn't. He looked good. I've gone from not really being interested in seeing Usman fight again. I was saying before, maybe he should hang him up if he gets run over here to know. I want to see him again. I wouldn't mind him. If if, if Colby Covington wins at 170 on this, in December, if he wins the title, which is he could do, go down to 170 and realistically, you should be have the right to fight Colby Covington. You've got two wins over the, the, the belt holder in the division, so why would you not get a trilogy with him? That's That should be, surely, you're right. You've got literally got two wins over the champion. How can that champion have any legitimacy? or credibility when there's another contender there with two wins over him. So he should go down. If, if Covington wins, go down to 170, get a, get a third fight with Covington, and there you, there you go, you're fighting for a title straight away. If not, I'll happily see him at 185 against certain people. Who, who else is it? Who would, could we put him in at 185? This is, a, this is a thing where I wasn't really planning on going to my opinion on Usman. But let's go and have a look at the... Do you know what? What's one thing I always find hard is to find, without going on the UFC page, which the UFC website's not great, um, is it well to wear? Welterweight rankings. Is welterweight 185 or is that 170? Uh, here we go. UFC rankings. Mm, don't care about pound for pound. Welterweight. Yeah, so... Le- no, I'm on about... I want middleweight. Yeah, I would find the thing. So, it's short, short. So, who would we like, who would we like to see in the... T- like to see him fight in the top 15? Paul Craig's gone straight to 13 with one win. Gastelum. I'd like to see the Gastelum fight. If I know he's gone down in weight, but if Gastelum stays six round, Chris Curtis, I would like to see him fight Chris Curtis. Brendan Allen, I'd like to see that fight. 
Roman Delisi, yep, yeah, I'd see that. Vittori, yep, yeah, I'd see that. Connolly, I'd see that. Whitaker, I would, that would be a good fight, Usman Whitaker. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Usman against most of the top 15. I wouldn't throw him in with Duplessis because I think you need to go... I would say DDP deserves a title shot more than Hamzat, but the UFC are going to fuck him off because he fucked them off. He told them, I am ready to turn around in two months if I beat Whitaker. So they booked that fight and he wasn't ready to turn around and they hate that. All they care about is making sure all the cards go as planned and he fucked them up on that. So he's probably going to get overlooked for Hamzat. Wouldn't make, would, oh, and Jack Comanton, I wouldn't mind seeing husband fight him either. Um, very likely they're going to go with Hamzat. He's a massive name. It's a bigger fight. And Duplessis is kind of only was only kind of really like a big fight for Izzy because of the beef. I don't think uh, Duplessis versus Sean Strickland's a big fight. So yeah, Usman could go with any of them, and I think they're going to go Hamzat Strickland. And then depends how long Izzy, Izzy said he's taking time off, but the the UFC have promised that Izzy has a title shot as soon as he comes back, whoever the champion is. So maybe you go DDP versus the winner if Izzy's not ready. But if Izzy comes back, Izzy's Izzy's fighting the winner, and that's it. Um, and then the main event. So what did I say? Uh, I said on the on this on whatever whatever thing I did where I, where I did a video talking about the fact that Volkanovski had come in. I said on paper the card looks better and I'm more interested in the card. But Volkanovski on 11 days notice for a title fight against Makachev is not a good replacement for Oliveira. He just come off uh, elbow surgery. He hadn't been training. He looked like he hadn't been training. And obviously easy for a fat cunt like me to say that he doesn't look like he's been training. But I'm not an MMA fighter. He looked a bit like. Didn't look like he in the shape he looked like last time he fought him in February, did he? He didn't look anything like that. Um, so that was obviously... Was it February? Yeah, I think it was February. So that was a bit... That, oh, no, it was his time last year, wasn't it? Or was it February? Or whenever that was. Yeah, it was February in, in Australia. So, yeah, uh, looked just didn't look himself and then gets absolutely sparked in the first round with a head kick, which... I've rewatched Volkanovski Makachev first fight in the build up to this the into the build up to two F two nine four. Makachev wins the fight three two, maybe four one. I think you're wild if you think Volkanovski won, and that's someone who hates Makachev and loves Volkanovski. Volkanovski lost the first fight for him square, but I thought even really I didn't think he'd get stopped by Eric, by Eric on strikes, um, even on eleven days' notice. But I did think he'd get stopped. I did say I think he would get stopped. Uh, I didn't think in the first round, but he just he must regret this. I know he's saying he's not he's not regretting it and he needed a fight, but that Taporia fight was there for January. It was all all but announced. He would have fought Taporia in January. Makachev could have fought Gamrot, whoever the fuck won that, and then. They could have fought if he wanted to be busy. He could have fought again in March if Fingy was up for it. If uh, Makachev was up for it, because I think he'll beat Tapori. I think he would have beat Tapori quite easily. What he needs to not do is fight in January anyway. I know he's all set for wanting to fight in January, but that was a vicious head kick, vicious stoppage, and he needs to take time off. And the, it, the interview afterwards, where he's getting all emotional and that didn't, it wasn't the best look. So I would definitely be taking a bit of time off with Volkanovski. But if he comes into a Taporia fight, Taporia's not the guy you want to be coming into a fight coming off a KO like that because he has got good power, good knockout power, good, very good striking. Uh, he's like very, very good on the feet. So I think Volkanovski should take some time off and I think Makachev should fight Oliveira. I'm not interested in seeing Makachev Gaethje yet. Gaethje's had two title shots and lost them both. Oliveira deserves his rematch. He beat, beating... Um, Benio Darius to me is a better win than the Port, and maybe not, not maybe not like name value, but it's a better win in terms of the rankings, in terms of merit than uh, beating Poirier for Gaethje. And Gaethje's had two title fights and lost, whereas Oliveira had that literally historic lightweight run. So yeah, I think it should be Oliveira. Um, and then what other news we got in the UFC? Oh, and the well, so I'll tell you what we'll go, I was going to do the John Jones news last, but I'll just because I'm on the UFC, I'll do it now. So yeah, John Jones out of the 
New York show. What a shitter that is. And it's been replaced by Pavlovich versus Aspinall for the, light, uh, for the interim heavyweight title, which is now the core main. And uh, Yiri versus Per has gone up to the, um, to the main event. I, the cheapest tickets for that show, so the most expensive show in uh, MSG history, is it, in terms of the cheapest tickets? $900. That's not resale. That's not buying off a tote. That is from UFC. Cheapest ticket was $900 because obviously it was everyone expected it to be John Jones' last fight in New York. So now you've paid $900 to watch two vacant title fights and one of them's an interim. The card is unbelievable, don't get me wrong, the card's good. Is the card good or am I thinking the December card's good? Hmm, maybe I'm thinking the December card's good and not that card's good, actually. Uh, can I be asked getting the card up? Yeah, go on, UFC 295. Um... I was supposed to, so luckily by me being a, an absolute fucking idiot, I was supposed to be going to this. I was, it was all for me booking it. I was definitely going. And then like an idiot, I booked Toulouse and didn't realise the dates clashed and Toulouse went over this, so I couldn't go. And oh my God, am I buzzing because Louis, not, um, not live chat Louis, Lester Louis, has booked this and paid nine tonne for tickets and he has now paid nine tonne to go and watch Jerry Bahaska versus Pereira. Diego Lopez versus... Pa oh, my God, the Mackenzie Dern. J Dern versus Jessica Randar. Oh, no, Matt Favola versus um, Bennett St. Denise. Yes, that's a very good fight. Matt Schnell versus... I don't know about him, but Matt Schnell's always good good stuff. Jared Gordon on there. That's not that bad a card, I suppose. It's not that bad a card. Not the best card in the world. Is Jared Gordon being punished with that um, Matt, Matt Mazden fight? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I think the UFC have fell out of him. Um... But yeah, John Jones out. I can't believe it. Is that are we ever going to see that fight now? Because I don't think John Jones is going to want to fight Pavlovich or maybe Pavlovich because I think that'd be quite an easy fight for him. I'm drinking green tea as well, by the way, because I'm fasting. Uh, maybe Pavlovich because I think that'd be quite an easy fight for him. He got it took down easily and dominated by Overeem, who's not a fucking boxer, uh, not a, who's not a ground specialist. Let's have that right. Uh, John Jones got a chin, best defense. In light heavyweight history, I know he's a heavyweight now, so is Pavlovich going to land, which is probably his only chance. I just don't know if he's interested in them fights. Do them fights get him up? I think he just wanted to have the big celebrity fight with Stipe and then retire. I think they both wanted to retire. He's fully tore his shoulder, is it, or his pec or whatever, 36 years old, eight-month recovery, and then you're talking... To, even if it's even if you say eight-month, eight, nine-month recovery in a three-month three build to a fight, that's a year. He's going to be 37. Stipe's going to be 40. Two or forty-three, and how many times do the UFC do a title fight where there's an interim title sat behind? I think it's happened once, has it? Maybe, maybe once, maybe twice. I'm not sure. Like where they do Jones versus Stipe. Well, Aspinall sat there as the interim title, literally sat there with the interim belt. That doesn't happen. So Jones is going to have to come back and probably fight the interim uh, champion. That's how it will work. So what's Stipe going to wait? Eight and Jones takes time off after fight. So if John Best case scenario, Jones comes back, he's ready to fight after nine months, ready to train after nine months properly, books a fight with, with the interim title for three months ahead of that. This is, this bear in mind, we all know what John Jones is like, and this is best case scenario. And then he'll have time, after he's defended it, he'll want time off as always. It's very unlikely you're going to get John Jones back in six months. You're talking at the best, and this is at the best. This is not deciding any setbacks on the injury, not deciding injuries to the other opponents or another injury to John Jones hoping that John Jones doesn't take his usual time off. At best, Stipe could get a, a, this fight with John Jones in 18 months. Is he going to wait till he's 43? He already didn't really want to compete anyway. He just wanted the Jones fight. So I think this injury means the Jones and um, Miocic fight is off, which is sad. I was asked about it in terms of star power, but I think Jones was going to run him over. 
Right, we'll move to next week's um, clown circus, Sean Garnu Fury. I said before that I think this is the only one of these circus fights where... Ngannou has no chance, don't get me wrong, he has no chance of winning. Fury will absolutely batter him. But Fury can be unfit enough, be untrained enough, and take it not serious enough where he could get chinned. And he's been dropped and hurt by much less punches back then. Francis Ngannou, that's a fact. So I don't really want to spend too much time on it. Fury's obviously going to win the fight. He's going to batter him. Ngannou has to be trolling us with these pad, with these pad and uh, open workout things because he cannot be that bad at boxing. Like he has boxed most of his life, even when he was doing MMA, he was training boxing, and he can't be that bad. He has to be blagging us. But obviously, Fury's going to win. But the undercard's good, you know. You've got um, Wardley versus uh, Adelaide, which I've been I've mentioned on this chat multiple times that I want to watch it. Bacoli and by the way, I'm literally just about to Google some up. These are off the top of my head. Bacoli versus Takam's fighting, I think. And my alarm's going to go off. And, um, and then Joseph Parker's fighting in it, which I'm really not asked about. I'm not asked about ever watching Joseph Parker fight again. Um, why is he on this card, by the way? Is that just Fury wanting someone to train with? And that's why he's ended up on the card. Also, I have been told and shot down multiple times when I tell people, this is not a professional fight. It is not going on their records. You keep hearing people say it, and it's fucking bullshit. People in this world nowadays, which is what just I just find so strange, will be told something and just believe it. I, I was arguing this. I think it was on the football podcast, and they were saying, um, no, definitely. I've, I heard on the radio today that it's a professional fight. It's not on box rec. Box rec. It's not listed where anyone. It's not been. I think the British Border Control have sanctioned the undercard, but they haven't sanctioned that fight. Like it is literally not going to be a professional fight. It's not going to go on the record. Like I don't. The whole card's not on box rec or anything like this. So I really, it's. I don't think it's going to be a professional fight. And when when it happens on Saturday, and then you turn out that it's just an exhibition, and you've all been lied to. Please don't tell that a lot of people, not just me, wasn't saying, I fucking told you so. This is not a professional fight. It really, really isn't. So how do I get the... Uh, do you know what? I don't care what's on the card other than them three fights because I don't know how to get the card up because it's not on box rec. Fury and Garnu card. Let's have a look. Card. Is there any other fights other than them that I mentioned that, are asked, that anyone's asked about? MMA fighting is the first one that comes up. These crossovers are not for boxing fans, really, are they? Prospect, not interested in that fight. Right, so yeah, Fabio Wardley, Adelaide. That should be a good fight. I'm actually really excited for that, for the British title. Um, I think, I think Adelaide's going to pull this off because I don't think Wardley's that good. He picked up boxing quite late, didn't he? Struggles in a lot of fights and Adelaide's quite good. Um, not particularly keen on either of them personality-wise. Did anybody watch the face-off with Kyle Frampton? How good's Kyle Frampton doing as well to get the gig he's got with BT? He's smashing it, but the face-off was weird. They couldn't look each other in the eye and stuff. Very odd. Uh, and Takam versus Bacoli. How finished is Takam? I'm not sure. He got stopped by Chizora, which would usually indicate quite finished. Um, but Bacoli's not that good. I know Billy Nelson likes to big him up and that. And fair play, he's Billy Nelson's man, but he's not that good, is he? Let's be honest, he quit against Michael Hunter. He's got no very, not, not really any great wins. Did he beat... The French kid, the French Olympian, did he beat him in France? Maybe, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, but he, he, he's dog shit, and we all knew he was dog shit from the start anyway. What's his name now? The, someone will know he's watching it anyway, I don't care. But I'm sure he beat the French kid. Um, probably be a sloppy mess and probably be enjoyable. But uh, yeah, also not asked about the park fight in a 10-rounder against Canadian fighter Simon Keane, don't care. And the main event's going to be a bit of a carnival. This has been 16 minutes, but I have no idea of knowing how long the first part was, so I'm just going to end it there. Uh, I've got for everything that I wanted to. 
Everyone go and watch live chat episode seven. That's out now. It's done the usual views of all the live chats do. I love the live chats. Um, go and catch the uh, We're Off Topic podcast, the football one that we did on Tuesday. If anyone's interested in that, that came out on its own page now. Um, we're not quite sure at the minute if that's going to jump back on my page for for like till Christmas or something like, or if it's going to stay on its own page. But yeah, it's on its own page at the minute. We're Off Topic pod on YouTube. So go and catch that. And yeah, that's everything. So um, weekly combat. I'm not doing episodes on these because I can't. I don't stick to doing them regularly. But yeah, weekly combat. Bye.